Welcome back, all three of you. This is like your second time and your umpteen time. Yeah, How many times have awesome. you been on the show now, Jonathan? Uh, too many times to count. It's been great. Actually, Angelina's been doing a little count of how many times people have been on the show, and oh, yeah? there's like a there's a running tally going on right now. So, well, you're getting good. up there. You're getting up there. Awesome. But welcome back. Thank you for having us. Man. So we're gonna have an interesting conversation. We're so. gonna talk about. Well, I guess it's a continuation of TNT. Yeah, the continuation of TNT. And I think that uh, there's a whole bunch of things to talk about, but I think we'll pivot into mindset today. I think it's it's pretty prevalent, pretty important, especially coming into sort of the I'm going to use the word darkness of the winter that occurs and the refresh of the new year that's coming along and sort of we're all recalibrating. You know, you're, you're, you're in November coming down like, okay, holy shit, what's next? What's happening? And a lot of it becomes in mindset. Mm. A lot of it starts with mindset. And that's, for me, it's personal, it's professional, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's with our children, it's with our teens, it's with our workforce. So it's pretty exciting. Is there too much going on in a tradesperson's life right now? Like there's way too much going on? I don't think it's on? right now. Oh, it's just always been that way. I think it's way. always, that's, you know, you, you know best, Manny, you've, you've been in this conversation for a very long time. It, it's always a bunch of moving parts. And it's always, you know, to, to, to Jonathan's point, it's an interesting time we find ourselves. Now it's Christmas season's coming. Let's try and finish everything that we got so that the last two weeks of December we can close up and be ready for the next year. And it's always that time where mindset, I think, is is uh, is tested most because we're always looking back to see what we're ready to do moving forward. And that's when it, it hits the hardest, I think, because you look at all the, the, the challenges you have to overcome. You look at all the bad conversations you have to overcome. You look at all the things that need to happen and, and how am I going to do this and how am I going to accomplish that and then you start looking at the way things are, are, are set up. Is it even possible? And now you start having conversations with the people that are closest to you. And, and more times than not, they're giving you the, 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 the advice out of love, which is, I, I don't know, man, this industry is tough. So, uh, or you know, it's just the way it is. Or, yeah. And now you're, you're looking at everything else and you, you end up stuck in, in a, in that, in that, Holy, this is just the way that it is. Uh, you know, suck it up, keep doing it, hope for the best, keep pushing. I don't, I, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with somebody in this industry that hasn't felt that way. Where no, it's, I have all the time in the world. Nobody's so figured it out. Nobody's, nobody's it out. perfected it, right? That's the thing about it. Well, you know, there's two, two things that jump out at me is, right? One was your question was, are, are trades are people too busy? That's the thing about life is, Every human being, you, most human beings you talk to, how's it going? Busy. Busy, 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 busy. Everybody's busy. Busy doing what? Who the hell knows? But the thing about life is when we're not busy, we still find a way to make ourselves busy or keep ourselves busy. Or Well, I know plenty of tradespeople that right. do that yeah. because I think the voices in their head will get mm. to them yeah. if they don't if stay they don't. busy. I'm sitting around doing nothing. No, man. That's okay. Sometimes you need to just chill for a moment. Let me, uh, hang on, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Please introduce yourselves yeah. because some people might not who you are. It's not, I just, some people don't know who I am, but Jonathan, and just whatever deeds you want to share. Uh, Jonathan Sinelli, pleasure to be back here. been um, on, on the show a tremendous amount of times. Manny, it's an honor to be in your presence again. Angelina, thanks for making this happen. Boys, good to see your faces again. Um, I'm here because I care. Because the people first philosophy and everything in life, 
and it just drives me who I am from leadership, from, from running our businesses, from running our personal lives, from running our, our sports teams. And, it, you know, for me, everything starts up here, you know, is driven from our heart and then is externally validated through the actions we do. So um, thanks for that, Manny. Um, Thank you. Augustino. Augustino Mastriani, uh, co-founder of Revelate with Nick. Um, coming on almost 20 years in the construction industry in one way or another. Obviously, you know, we're not a construction firm, but we help contractors. So, you know, when we're talking about mindset today, for me, for me it's really about making that difference. Hopefully we could change one, at least one person's life and uh, get the message out there. Nick Bartella, co-founder of Revelate, next to my partner here, Augustino. Um, partner or co-founder? Technically both. both. Same thing. Um, I think it's 18 years business development and product development. Uh, construction, my background in construction isn't as extensive as Augustino's is, but my entire family has or is in the trades. I've worked all of them terribly. Um, and, I mean, being a part of conversations like this is why we built Revelate in the first place. It, it's, it all stems about trying to change a paradigm that everybody seems to want to change, but it's like change itself is, is very difficult to, to jump in and make it happen. Um, so yeah, the conversations like this for us is, is, is what we live for. So I appreciate having Yeah, no, you guys pitched it and I was like, of course, let's do this, right? There's like, there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit behind doing this. That's the reason why. So we're going to dive in. And I, I don't know if I told you, but we got a lot of compliments regarding the ego show uh, that we did because a lot of people were understanding that it's relevant. They totally see it on a daily basis, right? So it's like we'll keep on attacking these and not in a negative way. We'll just keep on bringing up these stereotypes. And that's what the whole reason of TNT, the new tough, is trying to shed more light on it, right? Well, we started this. Like, there's so much more. We're human beings first. Thank you for sharing that. It was just touching. That's what yeah. it's about. No, it's good to hear that, right? So I just wanted to give a shout out to Charlie there, and I'm wearing his hoodie, nice and comfortable hoodie, and it's loud and proud. I'll be going to Pearson later on to do some <laughs> traffic controlling. But uh, Charlie, thanks so much. It fits perfectly. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I like doing little shout outs and let everybody know that what's going on behind the scenes with construction life and all kinds of stuff that's happening. Shout out to Abby from PS It's Clean. They clean it all, residential, commercial, and construction cleaning in the GTA Canada. They can be reached at 905-897-3664. Check them out on IG at PS It's Clean. Unleash your voice on the Construction Life podcast community. Are you passionate about the world of construction, trades, and all things building related? The Construction Life podcast wants to hear from you. Leave us a review, share your thoughts, insights, and experiences on your favorite podcast channel. Your review fuels our mission to create engaging and informative content for the construction community. Your feedback is a mortar that holds our podcast together. So share your thoughts, rate us, and let the construction community know why the Construction Life is your go-to podcast. Visit our website and check out the over 400 tradespeople and construction professionals listed on our site. Check out www.theconstructionlife.com for additional content, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and valuable resources. Dive deeper into the construction world with articles, guest profiles, and more. Follow us on social at TCL underscore The Construction Life. Subscribe to our video channels on YouTube and Rumble. Check out our link tree and find exclusive discounts for listeners. The link is in the IG bio. 
join the conversation on Facebook, the Construction Life community. And uh, But let's get back to the show now and let's just get right into it. My first thought with you guys on mindset, I'm guilty of this too, where it's like, leave me alone. I'm in my groove. I'm on the job site. I, would, I just want to work. A mechanic, I just want to work on the engine. Like a service person, I just want to work on the problem and solve it. It's almost like you don't want to get in that person's way. So I guess there's maybe two ways that you can look at the tradesperson and their mindset where they just might be driven and, and want to achieve the task, but the other one is doing it to suppress what's mm. really going on mm. in their lives. You guys thinking that? Yeah, so I mean, the first thing that jumps out at me is, cool, I got it. Hey, Manny wants to work. Leave him alone. Let, he's in, he, he, he's in that, that rhythm. He's in that float. Let him work. Fine for a day. Maybe it, maybe she, like, at some point in time we really want to dig a, in. That's a good point. It, it's the self awareness. It's a short like, period of time. Hey man, we all we all we, you want to get in the flow. It's why we, di- we it's why we mitigate our distractions. Shut your phones off. Do this. Like we talk about that. Mitigate the distractions. Get the task done. Cool. So leave them alone. But if that becomes a reoccurring habit, then I'm going to start to the antennas are going to go off and go. Yes. What's really going on there? Is he distracting? Is is he is is he disconnecting from reality for a reason? Mm-hmm. And let me become curious about that human being so I can check in. You know, it's interesting. That's an interesting thought from, from our perspective. What we see is that very thing, which leads to what the fuck happened? Yeah. I don't know if I could swear on here, yeah, of course. but I'm going to. Um, what, what happened over the last three months? Because to your point, it's I have a job that I need to do without which I, all of this is, is a non-starter. So this is where I'm going to focus my attention. But unfortunately... There's so many moving parts that need care for that if you don't have the support, if you didn't know that the support even existed, that there are ways to do it without taking on all of it. Because that's the other problem. It's I'm going to take it all on, whether it's nobody's going to help me, whether it's that mindset of this is the way that it is, whether it's, uh, you know, I've tried to delegate work, but nobody cares as much as I do. And I don't want them to fuck it up. So I'm going to do it anyway. And then what happens is, you know, we all only wor- only have, you know, a good eight, 10 hour working day. You know, 10 is pushing it. But in this industry, it's only 10 hours. I got, it's what it is. So I'm going to do it. And then three months go by. You've worked 70 hours a week for the last three months and you're exhausted and you don't know why. So now you're looking for other reasons to come up with why you feel the way that you do. But it's because you haven't worked out what you should be spending your time on that energy and what you shouldn't be spending your time on and your energy and it's it is so commonplace burnout is 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 unbelievable in this industry because that's just the way that it is that you know we we talk we talk augustino and i talk about this constantly it's that constant narrative of that's that's just the way that it is there's no other way around it and that is, you know, it's unsustainable. It's impractical. It doesn't matter. You could be the, the hardest working person on the planet if you aren't directing that energy into the right places. We talked about a few, few people that you've had on recently. They've figured out where they should be spending their time and everything else, they're figuring out another way. Otherwise, burnout is, and failure is it's coming. It's true. I, I'm just trying to figure out, and I'm going to point the finger at tradesmen, because I always say trades people on the show, but 
I think trades men in general, they leave the passion part of their skill. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you gentlemen, what are some of the things that contribute to leaving that passion part? And then they self-sabotage themselves to go down this path where I'm just going to stay focused on what I'm good at to distract mm-hmm. me from what's really going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So are we talking about separation in a relationship or a marriage are we talking about a loss of a loved one are we talking about i guess financial distress going on with payments or what have you are we talking about a physical injury like are are we just there's a bunch of these things going on and that's what's contributing to their self-sabotaging mindset of i'm just going to work leave me alone don't talk to me uh, you know what the first thing that comes to mind for me like i spoke to a young kid recently and this was uh i think he was 20 21 years old he actually had a good head on his shoulders, started thinking of progressing his career more than what you typically see. And was trying to give him some guidance on progressing his career, what to think about, what to look for. Um, and when trying to get down into like why he's doing things, you know, he was in a good groove. And for me, it was actually interesting, maybe my optimism kind of pulling out when we're talking about grooves, I was thinking, all right, you're in a good groove, you're moving forward. But if it's about masking some of the shit that's happening around, you know, that, that's a fine another line. Perspective. Yeah, it's another yeah. perspective, right? So, you know, he was thinking of progressing his career, getting licensed in different areas, you know, like fire alarm, because he was in the electrical industry. Um, but then I was asking him, you know, why do you want to progress? Why do you want to advance your career? Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to make more money? Kind of getting down to what's going on in the personal life. Are you doing that for your family? Are you doing that for yourself? So just almost opening somebody's eyes, sometimes you need to hear that and, and really think retrospectively, like, am I getting into this groove to mask all that shit? Or am I doing it for a better purpose? How many do you guys think tradespeople know their purpose behind their trade? Oh, <laughs> like what percentage do you think? Less than half, more than I, half? I think they're just into it because, hey, I need a paycheck. Or because they're great craftsmen <sighs> and they're like, you know what? That too, yeah. Hey, I, I'm really good at this craft. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to do but it. But the craft goes from being a hobby to a business real quick, yeah. depending on your skill level. Of course. And then once the business starts to consume you, then that's when life starts to drop a bunch of bombs on you. That's right. And then that's where we, where the mindset starts to shift now. So that's why I'm just trying to get away. Like, okay, we got to let go of the craft. It's a passion. It's a hobby. Uh, people telling you in the back of your head, um, hey, you're really good at that. You should make this into a business. You should turn it into a business. But you're not a business person. But you won't know how to struggle with certain things that are happening in, in a business or in a personal life. And then you definitely can't speak to your significant other or your family or your friends because they're not, they can't relate to what you're going through. I think there's another element to that, Manny. It's, it's not only that. It's also the ones that you can speak to typically have that mindset that makes it even more challenging to overcome the natural challenges with doing that very thing, starting a business, getting it going. The, 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 the friction you're going to have to tolerate for however long you're going to tolerate driving in new business, finding new business, establishing a reputation, building a crew, building infrastructure, supporting infrastructure, reestablishing infrastructure, then reestablishing teams, training them, building a cult. That's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to building a business. Now, you take that conversation, you go to somebody that you look up to, and you say, hey, I got this idea. They know you. They know that you're doing it because you're starting a family and you want to grow something. 
and you you have passion, you got drive, and they're not looking at it from a do it. That's awesome. Go. That's that's amazing. Here's a few things that you need to know. Looking at it from a growth perspective, make sure you don't. This is something that happens a lot. So make sure you you're ready for it and and go t- uh, tackle it. Take on the challenge. Instead, what it is is it's more of a a, a poverty stricken mindset. It's a it's a fear mindset. It's a I love you and I don't want you to scrape your knee. So before you scrape your knee, maybe just go get a job. Maybe it's. Are you sure you can do that? Maybe maybe you know I can get you a. And that's what I think is is also a big challenge to have to overcome. You're starting a family which has its, or you're 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 coming out of that, and now it's I have a kid, and I have this whole new conversation that is a heck of a challenge, and I'm still trying to build my business, and I got my guys' problems or my customers' problems, and I'm trying to deal with this myriad of uh, of shit all the time every day, and then I go to my 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 supporting network, my core to say, guys, what the fuck do I do? And the answer is typical because they all have the same mindset, which is, I don't fucking know, man. It's just the way that I it think, is. I think I want to make a suggestion to people that are listening. I think those tradespeople that are probably going through this, and first of all, I do want to say that you shouldn't be wishing for an easy tradesperson's life. Mm. Like your business shouldn't be running perfectly. Your family shouldn't be the Waltons. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like Hallmark because that's not reality. And your car will break down. Your tools will break down. You shouldn't be asking for all this to be just level because that's boring. You will not be able to jump to the problem solving platform to make your business. We grow because of the struggles, right? Of course. So I want to make a suggestion. Here's the problem is that, and, and I'm guilty of it too. I will refuse to ask another tradesperson hmm. to talk to me about asking what's fucking wrong with me but what i want to suggest to these tradespeople is that someone you look up to that's online on the job site approach them and go listen can i just donate my day free work on your job site put me in coach let me be a laborer let me i'll if you're a mason company or whatever i'll mix the mortar i'll bring the buckets like just donate your time for a day and i think that's going to change your mindset without having to actually speak to somebody how do you do you think though those those we'll call them mentors because and i put them in the mentor seat simply because somebody is looking up to them do you think that they share would you say that the mindset of the majority is one of a of of, of supporting that exp, that ex, exercise or experience or do 100%. you think it's going to be more of a why do you want to do this they'll support it they'll support it and they'll understand why you're not asking the question the problem i think is that a lot of tradespeople don't want to ask the question mm. don't want to ask or don't want to be told what to do both they want well, they don't want to yeah. be seen as fault see no human ah. wants to be told what to do but everybody wants the information that's what's exciting about it but you also don't want to that's, be seen that that's you're, an interesting paradigm, you're making right? a mistake of course but how do you learn if you don't make a mistake. But nobody wants to be seen that way. Back to mindset, man. Because no, the I reality don't. is in order to grow, we need to change. Otherwise, we all stay infants in diapers that have that somebody. It takes a lot for a tradesperson to go to another tradesperson. And it's a different conversation if he's going to a significant other mm-hmm. or family or friends. It's different. They won't understand it. I, I don't think they will. 
I think you have to be one of us to understand it. And that's the question, you know, it's, it's how, do you, how do you change the paradigm? Because I think everybody in this room can, can absolutely speak to the countless benefits they've personally experienced of making a change. Knowing that enough of this is enough and I need to do something else to achieve this, whatever it is to us individually, personally, but understood that here's a change that needs to happen. I don't, I know with absolute certainty, this is not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy, but if I keep doing this, this is all I can expect and I can't be mad at about it anymore. Attention contractors. Welcome to the future of construction resource management with our platform where you can easily buy, sell, or rent tools, equipment, and materials with fellow contractors. Say goodbye to wasted time and resources. Need that specialized equipment for a specific project or want to earn extra income from your underused resources? This platform has you covered. With its user-friendly interface and a vast network of trusted contractors, you'll find what you need or make your resources work for you seamlessly. Join the construction community that's changing the game. Visit them online at altlaborsolutions.com and start optimizing your resources today. Alt Labor Solutions, where contractors connect and resources thrive. Do you guys believe the river thing? That river, if you try to change the course of a river, it's still inevitably going to keep on going in that one direction. You guys I believe haven't all heard that? that? I haven't heard that. Uh, you could put I, I, an I, obstacle I in the way and the water will go around it, but it's still going to carry on the same path, right? Ooh, um, so I think that a lot of tradespeople put their distractions in front of their lives and it's like objects in that river but the water's still going to keep on going that way so you're going to eventually have to confront this so by you ignoring this and not confronting it and talking about it i think you have to as a trace person figure out how do i confront it how do i communicate okay. with somebody else that's going to i think the hardest thing that trace person can do is reach out to another trace person yep. and go listen i need a little bit of help am i might i make a suggestion I think it, for me, the word that keeps showing up in my head as you guys are talking is vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Right? It's just, you know, that I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know until I do. And so, like, it takes a lot of courage and bravery to stand up in front of somebody totally vulnerable and say, I don't know what the hell I'm doing right now. And I just feel like I want to cry or punch a, a hole in the wall or whatever that emotion is. But for some reason... You know, it's instilled in us as as tradespeople, as business owners to fucking figure it out. Well, I don't know how to do this. Well, just figure it out, man. What the hell does that mean? The hell is that? I've never changed a tire in my life. Well, figure it out. Well, do I take the bottom nut off? Do I take the top nut off? Right? Like, how do I torque them? We know that if you don't torque it in the right configuration, you're asking for, for problems. Right? <laughs> There's a reason you don't, go you don't go clockwise. There's a reason you go cross pattern. There's reasons for things. But it's the vulnerability. It's like... Uh, and that's how people get hurt. How do you get over that? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna man. Say, it's, yeah, go ahead, August. Talking to people like Jonathan. Yeah. Your show helps. Mm -hmm. You know, just having that other perspective of like-minded individuals that have been through that. You know, I, I reached out to Jonathan a while back exactly for that. And you know, I, was, I was in that scenario where I just needed to do something different. I didn't really have people around me that I could speak to. And it was about being vulnerable. You know, I was talking about what what... what was what I was struggling with, you know, um, whether it would be on the job or not. And from my perspective, it was actually both. So, you know, things like that help. So when you reached out, did you have a clear idea that if you didn't do anything, this is where my life is going to end up? It was more of uh, if I didn't do anything, 
then I'm still going to be feeling shitty and I'm still going to be struggling with this challenge. Mm. So at that point, like you need to do something differently. So you, you don't always have the right answers. Doing a quick search on fucking Google, like it's not going to help you. No. So, I, so talking about the specifics of those problems with people that either have been through it or have been through something close I, I think that's the only way to actually get through those things. But I mean, construction is comfort, right? You yeah. get a lot of guys that are successful. <clears throat> the work is going mm-hmm. well. Jobs are going smooth. Trades are happy. Bills are being paid. Comfort. Okay, so I'm getting excited. You know, so I'm moving so much in my chair. <laughs> let me dro- let me drop this for a second. Just just get this. We if we do, we all have a probable, almost certain future. If you do nothing, there's a probability that I can predict your future if you maintain course. It might pivot slightly, you know, the revenue might go up, it might go down, we might, but there's a probable, almost certain future until there's not, until you sort of stand up and go, holy shit, what am I doing this for, right? What's all this mean? At the end of life, what am I looking for? And holy shit, I don't know what I'm doing today, so what's next? Because then we can easily, we're in this room because we can easily mask it. I just go get, if I go get that, if I go get that job, my life will change. But that's a distraction. That's a distraction. Thank you, right? It's always going to be a distraction. Yeah. But yeah. just if, we just chase this if, when. Fuck. Then it'll be better. Stop and figure it out. Like, there's some, there, mm. I get passionate about it because if you're really willing to dig in and do the hard work, that's when the magic shows up. Otherwise, there's a probable, almost certain future that nine out of ten times you can predict where the future's going to end up, much like the river. You can put four obstacles in the way, the river's going to carve its own path. Unless you take tremendous action, build a dam and reroute the river. Right? And to that point, not to cut you off, man, no, but comfort, you know, is something that, you know, if you've bet the odds, then yeah, comfort. But this industry has a failure rate like no other industry. Within the first restaurant? 10 years. It's pretty damn. Cl- I think the only thing that that skewed the rates in in, in the entertainment and and um, restaurant industry is COVID. Yeah, because they got shit kicking for the last few years. They're still recovering, whereas construction didn't stop through that period entirely. Right. So for those companies that are trying to beat the statistics, which is a ten year run, by the way. And we're talking about, I think, I think the number is 75% close their doors in the first 10 years. If you make it, this is the other shit part. If after 10 years you make it, there's still, st- there's still failure statistics. Wow. It's not, I made it, we're credible, we've built a reputation, we've built an infrastructure, now let's go and, and now we're comfortable. It's, I've made it, and I still got to look over my shoulder to make sure that I have everything in order. So it still goes back to that mindset, because if you're not constantly looking at progress if you're not constantly looking at better if you're not constantly understanding that if you don't evolve the other thing happens that other thing is quite probable and now to every other problem because we know that life isn't on it it doesn't fall on a straight line if it did then we'd all be on in a very different place right now probably sipping something cold enjoying each other's company and and watching you know, the waves coming. But right now, we're all trying to figure it out and, and have a, a conversation around why this change is so necessary. All of that, 
knowing that life doesn't fall on a straight line, you add those, those the other variables that we're talking about, like family, personal um, ambition, then the conversations that you have that with your family in regards to that personal ambition. Maybe my wife or my husband or my significant other, they don't agree with that. So now I got to prove it to them. But you're, you're last on that list. And now add all of that together, right? It's if you don't have the, the courage to say, I need help, because I, I, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's simply a function of I need to speak to another tradesperson or I need to speak to a mentor. I just I have these are these are all valid things that I think we need to get past the expectation of I should be able to deal with this alone. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't do that. That's the last thing that you should do. You should understand that there's a, a brotherhood and a sisterhood that's there to help you, right? I want. Do you guys ride? You guys don't ride. I do not know. What are we talking? Riding motorcycle? Like no cycling? motorcycle. I, uh, that's my I'm on two wheels and a. He's a cyclist. Yeah, we we, we road bike, but um, motorcycle. I gotta wait for my kids to grow up a little bit before I can. <laughs> The reason I bring it up is because one of the first things that you learn if you ride a motorcycle, and and I've been into accidents and still here speaking, um, is that, you know, don't be afraid. Like they tell you, don't look at the tree, don't look at the tree, don't look at the tree. (laughs) What do you think you're going to hit? And so I get that point because a trace person is always distracted and I don't want to face that. I don't want to face that. I don't want to face that. It's going to happen whether you're facing it a month from now, a year from now, 10 years down the line after you've lost your family lost your business, lost your all this shit. It's just like, there's a way to ride, and I've never hit a tree, but there's a way to ride without hitting a tree. And I think it's just confronting at that point. And it makes me think that, I think the majority of tradespeople have a list of negative things going mm-hmm. on in their life that's greater than always positive things that's going on in their life. Yeah. And they have always start with the negative when they wake up in the morning, and they always try to address the positive. But I got a sense it's probably like single digit number positive things going on in their life mm-hmm. and probably triple number negative things that are going on in their life. But they're so focused on the tree. Because mm. yeah, our brains are wired for the negative. But you, uh-huh. you know, and, and even but we don't build like that. Though. We don't build like that. But I, I love your, your motorcycle analogy. And I want to just pivot there for a moment because I did have my M2 for a period of time. I let it expire for whatever bike. reason. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you one of the reasons I did let it's one, two things occurred, right? Um, when when he was taking the course at Humber, they, it, it, they, the instructor would very vividly say, "It's not a matter of if you drop your bike, it's when." Oh, it's when. And when you drop your bike. And the first time I got on my my bike uh, on a bike, which was my cousin Anthony's, actually, I was doing a low speed maneuver. It was a CBR six hundred, I think it was an RR actually. It was a, and I was doing low, and it tipped, and it fell, and I was just like, that was it for me. It was all it was was pulled into a parking lot, turned, and it fell, and. F- we talk about mindset. That was it for me, right? That was a trigger to say, fuck. You either get back up on a bike or you don't. I got back up and brought it back. You know, he's th- I'm freaking out. Like, holy shit, just dropped your bike, right? And it was amazing because the adrenaline just, first you had so much adrenaline just like popped that bike back up and say, I got back and, and I'm freaking out, right? Anthony, just drop your bike. This, he looks at me and goes, are you okay? Yeah, right? And then we pivot past it. And then this is the mindset that we get into. Something occurs in life and we... So what's so? This, I dropped the bike. The story I made that mean behind all that was I'm never getting back on this thing. And 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 and, 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 and then, mm. and that's dehabilitating. I know, but we have injuries on job sites. I think everybody at this table, I don't know, if it, except for Angelina, has never been in a vehicle accident. 
right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put a, a dent into the stable. So. I'm just saying, I'm not encouraging people to do that, but it's just like it, I, that shit happens. Yeah. And I think the shit happens and gets worse if you keep distracting yourself. And that's what contractors, tradespeople are really good at. They're really good at distracting themselves. Mm. Staying focused on the task at hand. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna achieve this. I'm gonna pull it off. I'm gonna get the next job. But then they're you, they're last on the list. They're last on the list. But listen, man, you need to be building you. Maybe one day a week is building you, dealing with you, talking about what's going on in your life. That's why I was suggesting about go volunteer your services to another person that you respect and be on their job site. Get your mindset out of a different place that you are constantly. How many people wake up Monday and they already know the whole week how it's going to turn out? Right. In their head. In their head. There's a difference, right? Yeah. And how often does it go to plan? Never. We always, you heard that all the time. Like, we think about the worst far more than the real happens. Yep. That happens to everybody. Yeah, the, the, the saying, the only constant in life is change. Yeah. This is what we need to be comfortable. And I think the, the, the centralizing focus is that. It's being comfortable with change. Understanding that uncomfortable is of benefit when it's of value, of purpose. If you're, you know, if you're, if, if you're trying to build something and that's the most important because everything else is working, well understand the change involved with that if everything else if, if that's working and everything else around that isn't working understand where your focus needs to be the other thing i think again is 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 something that we all struggle with is where we spend our time daily to your point manny it's very easy to get stuck on a task because we think it's where we need to spend our time yeah when you put it on a piece of paper and then assign a time and a dollar figure to it your eyes open differently. And I think that's an exercise that everybody should do on a regular basis. Like, this is what I got to do today. This is what I got to do tomorrow. How long is this taking me? How long is this taking me? How much is this giving me? How much is it giving me? And not just money. Because that's the other problem. We, we, we as, a, as a society, as a, as a culture, are so focused on making money. But nobody asks why. And sure, it's e the easy answers come up, you know, to buy this or to do that, go on vacation, sure. But if you start actually unpacking all that stuff where I'm going to spend eight hours to do this, it's going to pay me this, cool. I'm going to spend three hours with my kids, this is its value. I'm going to spend two hours with my wife, this is its value. Or on the, yeah. on the adverse scenario where it's I'm going to spend 10 hours at work, 30 minutes with my kids, and 10 minutes with my wife, and their respective values. Because at the end of the day, that's not going to last very long. You might have all the money in the world. And if you're okay spending it by yourself, go nuts. But I suspect that most people are doing this so that they can go on vacation with their family or spend the weekends at home with their family or go watch a ball game or a hockey game. Or it's a rat race. Right? So, And I think that's the other challenge that needs to be something of focus. I need to challenge myself to get out of this, of putting my time in places that are of value. But I've never really done the math. I'm going to argue the comfort argument because I pretty much know 
every tradesperson that I respect puts himself in uncomfortable situation when it comes to this skill. Mm-hmm. So it's not pleasant to be a roofer on a August day in Toronto on a steep roof. It's completely uncomfortable. It's not pleasant to be working on a chimney in like the dead of winter and you're dealing with a tent and propane and, and having to get bricks up there and mortar up there. It's not comfortable at all. Framer, the rain's coming and you're trying to lift the last wall of the day. Mm-hmm. Like these are all things that you tackle as a tradesperson that are uncomfortable and you make it work. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to your personal self, you avoid that comfort. Like you avoid that shit with like the plague. But yet you do it on a day-to-day as your skill. So you know that you're capable of confronting these things. Are you immune to it? Do you even recognize it? Do you recognize that you're capable? Because You should if you're doing it on the skill side of things. But because it's become, uh, John, I think you said it, it's just the way that it is. You know, just get it done. You know, uh, I got to figure it out. Just get it fucking done. That's the, the challenge with differentiating what you should know and what you know. Because you're right. Give me a trade that's comfortable when they actually show up and apply their craft. Not many of them. No. I, I don't know if any of them. So if, if you know that, and then the, 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 on top of that point, man, you're willing on a daily basis. Fucking five, let's go six do days it. a week. And you're doing things that other people are looking out from the outside going, ah, it's too hard. I don't want to do that. But yet you're doing it all the time and you can't do it for yourself. You're depleted. You know, <laughs> it's that, it's that, I, I, I think it's, there's a ch- ch- children's book out there. Uh, have you filled your bucket today? I don't remember who it's by. And it's about, we just, we do so much for others sometimes that we get depleted. Mm. Our buckets become empty. Oh, I get older. I start saying no a lot. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's how it is, right? Okay, so tell us about that. Like, was there a trigger or point? Like, when did you learn to say... I- because you start realizing that you're not saying yes to you. Mm. There it is. Which means what? Which, well, what are you saying no for? You're so, so friends and family are reaching out to you. Can you take care of this? Can you do this? Can you start that? Can you finish this? Can all this other stuff. So you eventually start to say no because you're realizing that every time you say yes there, it's a no to you. So what happens what when you say mean? no? What yeah. hap- when you say no, what happens to you? Well, there's there's like resentment, I guess. There's upset because things are not moving along for the other person. And I'm like, the older you get, the easier it is for me. That's just me, I'm saying, because I'm in my 50s now. I can say no, and I'm like, I don't, like, I didn't run over your puppy. I'm like, I don't feel bad about it. But I'm going to start saying yes more to me. I love that. I'm just picking and choosing certain people and we all know this you get older but that's what yeah your circle becomes smaller and smaller and like i don't speak to certain people now that i've always spoken to for probably 20 years and now sure. they're not a part of my day-to-day environment so you start realizing you've got one or two or maybe three friends and that's that's the extent of your circle so people come out of the woodwork pun intended and they say can you do this can you do that that's where i went back to was it on mic or off mic where Certain tradespeople keep themselves busy because of the voices in their head. They'll go crazy if they're not staying busy, but they're saying yes to everything. So, so what shifted for you as you started to say no? I had more time for myself. Beautiful. And then you started realizing, well, there's other things that I want to do. Mm. Like there, there, there's a clock. From the time you're born, there's a clock. Mm-hmm. Like that's just simple. It's like 
the day you're born is one day closer to your death. That's as simple as it gets, right? And then as you get older, more things are taken away from you than given to you. So you cross 50, you start realizing that you're going to hear about people passing away. Someone passed away, this happened, that happened, they lost that. You're going to have those conversations happening. I never understood that as I was younger and I was visiting family. And then that's the first conversation bite that would happen mm. in the family get-together. Did you hear so-and-so passed away? Oh, gosh. Did you hear so-and-so is going through this right now? Then you start realizing, stop saying yes and start saying yes to you. And no to them, not being a dick about it. I'm just saying that you start realizing you only have so much more time left, right? This is cool. Attention contractors. Alt Labor Solutions is your secret weapon to boost your projects to the next level. Why handle labor shortages on your own when you can get connected with contractors who are ready to contribute to your success? With Alt Labor Solutions, finding additional labor for your project has never been easier. They are growing a network of qualified contractors waiting to temporarily assist your team. Stop struggling with understaffed projects and visit them at altlabersolutions.com and discover the power of collaborative success today. Alt Labor Solutions, your answer to meeting deadlines. Can I ask I you another question? And, yeah. And guys, th thank you. But this is so interesting. And I'm not yeah, I'm no. being interviewed here. Look, look, <laughs> yeah, I want to just no, slide well, it out. Well, well, this is like, all right, so, so how have you learned to, I, I'm, there's guilt that comes with the word no, right? We apply guilt on ourselves. Yeah. So tell us about that. Right, like what shifted for you? You're, thank you for being so. There's no guilt. There's no guilt. I look I, at it I like some, okay. Sorry, I was gonna say I think some people could see it as guilt because they don't sometimes realize that helping yourself also helps them. Hmm. Like right. bingo. I know if I know that you're into eating healthy, so imagine you know you don't take care of your own body. Can you What's do these happen? podcasts and exactly. actually help exactly? Out there, what right? if I get sick? Yeah, I've thought that thoughts come across my head. It's like what if I get sick and there's like. Three shows to book one day. Then you got to figure out how you're going to pull that off, right? But I, I look at it more like there's so much more shit that I want to do. Mm. And mm. if I don't take care of myself, I won't get to do those things. You don't want to be at the end of your life and have that list of things that you should have done. This is, yeah, that's it, right? So you've done a, you've done a time audit, personal time audit. Somewhat. You're like, you know what? This is what I do it with my day. changes every time, right? I only have this much energy to do what I need to do. And then this is what I want to do. I imagine you do more of what you need to do, less of what you want to do, and you're working towards increasing that time. Now you start to see that on top of all that, there are people and elements and things that start taking your attention away from the things that you need to do and the things that you want to do. The whole reason, in the beginning, in the early years of Revelate and our other companies, the, the, the desire to just go get a regular job that was every day. Every day. Wake up, shut up, go get a job or shut up and keep pushing. Go get a job or shut up and keep pushing. And what helped me push through it and and focus on the, the, the discomfort and understand the benefit of the change and understand why I'm putting my time there is something that you brought up that I look at my family, I look at the people that are that were close to me. I was raised by my, my grandparents and watching what life does and what it turns into or could turn into at a, an age where all you're doing now is looking backwards. That's it. That's, that's what life becomes. It doesn't become, what are we doing today? It becomes, did you hear about this or remember that, or this is how we used to do it. And it's, it, it, it immediately terrified me 
into there's no question of what needs to happen. Because if I'm going to, if this is, if I got to your, your time analogy, if whatever that time is, if, I, if I'm standing at the end of it and I look back and it's, oh, fuck, I should have did that, I failed. Think about your construction career. Think about what you built the first year or think about the project that you worked on to get you that first client. Like, think about mm -hmm. what your mindset was like then mm -hmm. and w what kind of a person you were then. And why aren't you that person now? It's a great point that you bring up, Nick. It's like, I think at some point with all this distraction, you stop creating memories. Mm. Now it's mm. just punching your clock. So it's, it's ironic that you started a job, a business, entrepreneur, because you didn't want to be punching the clock. But now you're just punching the clock because you're distracted and you don't have the focus of the mindset of what you got you into this business mm -hmm. and built your brand. So that's why I'm saying is like start learning to say no and start focusing yeah. on you, and that'll get you to help others as well, too. Yeah. It's simple. The plane going down, you don't. You put your mask you on it. first yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I love to help the other person. Yeah. And Augustino brought it up perfectly. Like If you're not holistically whole and complete yourself, who the hell are you to help somebody else? Yeah. The plane analogy, right? Put your mask on first. Yeah, so it's really simple that way, right? But that's what I think tradespeople need to do. Mm. That's why I, I'm suggesting go volunteer yourself, go to it, because that's helping you. Mm. And that's also going to help them. Yeah. And can I share a thought that just entered my head? And consider the power of saying no, not right now. It's not a hard no. No is not forever. It's no, not right now. And here's the expectations, right? So like unspoken expectations turn into predetermined resentments, right? So if I say no to you, here's what's going on. So this is no right now. There's no resentment. Maybe that no turns into something later on in life. Maybe it doesn't. It's just what's so right now. No. And here's, and here's what's going on. Whether you justify it or not depends on the situation. Depending on the person you're speaking to, maybe you want to add clarity, maybe you don't. It's a no because you know, K-N-O-W, that what's required of that task because you're a professional. So if someone's asking you to do something, you already know that it's going to take two, three weeks, a year, whatever it is, to prep, to build, to put it together and all this other shit. So you're saying no because you've already gone down that path. Right. And if, if I say yes to that, it's going to take me away from what I'm currently working on. And I don't need, like, we still have to feel our own, mm -hmm. feed our own soul. Yeah. Like, I don't, and, and to your point, it's like, I was never a reader. I didn't become a reader until maybe my early 40s. Trust me, I was extremely creative on getting out of the fucking English exam in high school. Like I, I pulled off that one. I still to this day don't fucking understand how I pulled that one off. But I regret it because I should have done that exam and I should have fucking learned. And it took me that much more longer to appreciate reading. And I started with one page. And then there was one year not too long ago, probably like two or three years ago, it was one book a week. 52 books because that 52 yeah. book challenge, right? I'm not at that point because I, my time is committed to other things that I'm working on as well. Podcasts, you know, and all this other shit, yeah. right? But if you say no then your mindset could be focused elsewhere to say yes to other things that are going to help other people. I keep thinking, I know off mic before we got started with you guys. Yeah, sure. It's a huge accomplishment. The podcast is getting near closer to 500 shows. And I keep thinking, what if I folded up shop and just said, fuck it, I'm done, whatever. And all the conversations that are missing now. And I even joke to other people where after I'm done, so to speak, um, the show will stay posted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it's going to cost a little bit of money to keep it posted, but it's going to stay posted because there's people being born right now that are going to probably find it and listen to it and see that it's relevant. So like you're doing something for yourself at that point, and now you're helping others by doing that. That's why these conversations are important. But tradespeople have a hard time doing that, myself included. And I think, you know, to, to, your, to your point, it's, it's time where you need to start asking why. And, yeah, you might like the answer, you might understand it, or you might not. And I'm hoping that cause the whole reason why we, I, th- I think we talked about having today's conversation around mindset is because the conversations we have on a regular basis is that it's, it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. I know I need to make a change, but it's just the way that it is. Just the way. And it's, okay, understanding that the majority of this industry falls into the bucket I was talking about oh, earlier. Yeah, for sure. Understanding that the environment will only get better if we're okay with having a different discussion and being comfortable with, uh, with talking about the why. And brave enough to say, yeah, I want to be part of this industry a long time and know that if I do showing up to work ain't going to be enough no. I need to start asking questions about what am I doing at work What, where is my time uh, spent of greatest value and to your point Manny holistically because name somebody successful that only focused on work it doesn't work it won't happen like I think a lot of trades people need to understand and ask themselves, okay, you got your week ahead of you. Here are my tasks. Mm. These are the clients I'm dealing with. These are the sub trades I'm working with. This is what we have to achieve this week. At the start of that list, it has to be, what do you want to accomplish? Mm. And understand to that point, success doesn't mean money. No. Because when, cause money goes. Money will come. Money will go. This industry does this. Sorry. Um... And yeah, you can have as much as you want, but at the end of the day, when health starts to go, no, there's not enough money. Everybody's health is going to go at some point. So the time you spend doing what you love with the people you love, spend the money. Go, go crazy. I, I, I'm all for that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about being successful in life. And that only happens when, one, you know why you're spending your time where you're spending it. And two, you're saying no when you need to say no. And three, you're ready to change or make change to the areas that you've been saying yes to, taking you away from where you need to be spending it and, and actually becoming successful across the board. What does Italy do in the afternoon every single day? <laughs> oh, my God. Shut it all down, right? Beautiful. Yeah. Shut it all down. And focus on family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Focus on themselves. Yeah. I'm so envious of that. When I was there, I was like, why, why is there, what the fuck is going on here? Why is everything? And then I realized, oh, I know why. I think trace people need to do that. Shut your phone off. Shut it down for an hour. Let your loved ones know that this is your hour of time for you. Pick the time. doesn't matter. It could be at 3 o'clock. It could be at 10 o'clock. It could be whatever. Pick your time. But shut it down for an hour. So, so I, I love that. And... How do you address the fear of missing out? Deal with it when it comes back. Love it. What about the the the, the people that I I, I you know there there's there are 
environments where but the clients that need to get a hold of you, the yeah, clients that need to get a hold of you, the guys that need to contract. get a hold of you. It's never as urgent as people think it is. We have an implied fear And besides, factor. you would have crew people that are on your site Ooh. if there's a problem. So, it, and if they want their hour, then everybody staggers their fucking hours. And then we just keep a log and saying, okay, him, 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 him. Yeah, whatever. man, you take your hour. Okay, when he comes, you know, it's no different than working. No calls, no texts, no right. nothing. I mean, it's very challenging to do that. Yeah, because that means you got to delegate. That means you got to give up. But imagine what you will receive as yourself, your tradespeople, everybody that's involved. Look, to, even to that, what if you staggered start times? You know what, Manny, today you start at 9, you start at 10 tomorrow, and we all cover each other's ass. You all you all pick up the pieces so that you can spend time at home with your kids. You can spend time at home. Doing what you, you can spend time at home. Look at how different that is rather than the, the ideology now. This this jerk doesn't show up at seven o'clock every day. Yeah, because maybe he's got a something mm -hmm. to take care of. And but don't else. waste that time. Don't waste that time. Yeah, so you need to figure out, and that's part of your challenge now, because we do this really well as tradespeople. We figure out how to coordinate suppliers, stuff that's going on, the job site, who's installing what, what's happening today. Like now, don't waste that time. And then figure out what you want to do. This sorry. They're so good at coordinating everything else, but then they leave their own yeah. life to crumble. But then take that time to figure out what else do I want to do? Yeah. Take that skill and apply it everywhere. What if it's like you want to learn an instrument, a guitar, whatever? Just go to your truck, go to your van, go whatever, and go practice. I don't give a shit what it is. Figure out what it is. Yeah, learn reading. how to ride a motorcycle. I don't give a shit. You talked about reading one page yeah. a day, whatever it was. Well, in one hour, you can get more than one page in I know, there, but right? like it's start, the point is start somewhere. Listen to a podcast of whatever you want, something different. I don't know. It's something. But at least you're disconnected, and now your mindset's on a different path now. Isn't that the objective here? Correct. Push comfort a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't have to, you don't have to jump off a cliff. Sure. So maybe the fly. first one you come back, and it's going to be a mm -hmm. bunch of texts waiting for you for a response, right? But as soon as you tell the crew and tell everybody, this is my time, piss off, right? Then they'll understand. I found that it. you don't even have to tell people. I don't think so. Uh, I used to do that You were that gone? Too. Well, so, you know, when I moved from being in the field to a project manager, I, my hours went from waking up and being on site from six to seven to now nine. Well, in that time, guys were used to calling me at seven, at eight, and expecting me to answer my phone. Slowly, when you start calling them back at nine o'clock, 930, they get the hint and they know, know those time windows where you're most responsive and productive. And again, it's never as much of an urgency as they think it is. They could wait five an hour hours a week or even be proactive with, I know Augustino is not going to be available at seven o'clock. Let me figure it out the day before or call him during, you know, regular hours when it works for everybody. So people pick up on that stuff quickly, man. 20 hours a month. Like that's a lot of time for oh, yeah. you to change your mindset. Right now, now go do whatever you want to go do. Your business is still going to be exactly the same. I don't think you're going to lose a job. I don't think the job is going to be delayed. I think everything's still back on track. Everything's fine. So what we're seeing here is take an hour. Let's just stay on this framework. An hour a week to work on something else that's not business related. To work on you. To work on you. Doesn't matter what. Everyone's individual. Everyone's unique. Everyone's got their own things that are going on. So you work on you. Yep. For an hour a day, five hours a week, do it. You imagine what you could prep for your family for the weekend in those five hours. Get into the truck, the van, and go buy something for the upcoming birthday family get together that you knew you couldn't fit in that workday. But now you've got an hour to do it. 
it'll take me 20 minutes to get to the store there. I'll buy it in 10 minutes. I'll come back. You just pulled off something that you said you couldn't do that day. Or start planning the family get-together that for some reason or other, something takes precedent. The, 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 the evening outing, dinner with the family, that I'm, the phone doesn't go on. It's an, I'll be able to deal with it the next day because I have figured that out. How many times have you guys been on the job site where it's like, I, I like I got to the point where I was babysitting the job site just because I enjoyed watching the trades working. But an hour go go by like in a heartbeat. And then I started thinking, well, everyone's good. Let me go take off. I'm craving an espresso. So then you find your closest supplier and have an espresso. That's my hour of time just to sit down. And, and what are you doing? You're talking business. No, you're not talking business. You're talking about the beans. You're talking about where you're going to travel. You're talking about you. You, you like you. You're connecting with. And you're connecting with. People it's not ego, beans, right? You, yeah. I used to sit in my my car on on a drive and listen to a podcast in that time. I'll go even further. I would purposely run out of gas in my car <laughs> so it could break down, so I can call the auto club, so I could sit there for the hour, wait for the fucking auto club. <laughs> Because I wasn't better. in the mood to continue my day-to-day mm. of what's going on. Mm. That's interesting. Every car nowadays has auto club. I'm not, I'm not talking about that part. Oh. <laughs> think about the length you went to. The running out of gas scenario. So that you can unplug. Every car I ever owned, I've taken it right to gas, completely empty, including the Sprinter. <laughs> I've done it on purpose. Even my bike. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> but is that, you know, so that brings up an interesting point. Look at the lengths that we take to come up with a reason why we got to we we can say no and feel okay i think you generate a really good conversation inside your head when you do that when you clear the noise of your day-to-day you will generate a really interesting conversation inside your head so what do you think is a couple of triggers that people can clear the noise because maybe they don't even know that they're experiencing what they're experiencing I think when you're overwhelmed, and I think that's like signals of like, let's say, ch- chest tightness, like you're just stressed and anxiety is just filling up and the phone is constantly going, emails are constantly being in. I think the first thing that everyone should do is shut off all notifications. Bingo. Oh, yep. Like it was weird. I think, where was I recently? I think it happened uh, downtown just this morning because I unfortunately was in the core, stuck at downtown. Um, and I heard a phone bing. Like the notification. And I go, that's not mine. Because mm. all of my shit is off. So I knew right off the bat, it's not mine. So I think right off the bat, just shut off all your notifications. To, to your point, I think that it's also helpful to consider, you know, for the guys that, and gals that are still growing, that it's just as, there's just as much pressure of keeping your phone in front of you for the next job. Oh, we're glued to it. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's that is, is important. But if you're having a hard time finding that job, that's all the more reason why you should be looking for different ways to do it. Because if you're still beating your head up, all you're going to be doing is looking at your phone. And that anxiety is... The tree. The tree. There's no point. I love trees. I don't want to hit one, right? That's the thing. So we all know that if you just focus on when am I going to get work? When am I going to get work? When am I going to get the work? No, no. I'm going to get a job this week. I'm going to secure a client this week. I'm going to secure this next stage. Like and the, or if you're focusing now on, I know I have to get a job this week, staring at the phone and driving myself bananas, ain't going to cut it. No. So I need to make time so that I can focus on that. And then once this is done, I 
you know, focus on the other stuff and leave it. That what I, that that thought I, I can't imagine being very easy. I know personally, leaving it. If I, if 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 I didn't one if if I didn't have an awesome team that helped that, I I, I would still struggle with that daily. Um, and two, using a, a calendar, simple calendar, nothing nothing um, fancy. Google that shows me that this is what I'm doing here. This is what I'm doing here, and committing to it anything that comes in between there it's not happening if you didn't make the cut I'll talk to you tomorrow after this out of office hits anything that comes in won't even you my i won't even see it daily you can uh, you can't reach this guy at lunchtime <laughs> when was the last time you guys turned your phone off yesterday uh a couple hours ago airplane mode do not how, how often do you think trace people turn their phones off very infrequently if ever i think they should get used to doing that seeing that whatever just power down shut it down and get away from it right i go even further than that right there's been some times that i've been on a job site and i'm craving to go just watch a movie i don't leave my phone on vibrate i shut it off and then i come back and like where were you i was watching a movie <laughs> Yeah, you know, and there's, but that's the whole thing is like set the boundaries. If was it a good movie? Yeah, it was good. If there's people who, who need to know where you are, here's where I am, right? Key people in your life. Here's if where I'm at. there's something important going on in your life, right? sure. Um, or, or, you know, I, I, have, I have call codes I put in place that it's, yep. unless it's mission critical, don't call me. Or if, yeah. you, if it is mission critical, here's yeah. the call code. Call, right? You know it. But that's part of your mindset and keeping, and put all that, all those systems in play. Put it in, and then and then and then those are the boundaries everybody understands. Attention contractors, Alt Labor Solutions is your secret weapon to boost your projects to the next level. Why handle labor shortages on your own when you can get connected with contractors who are ready to contribute to your success? With Alt Labor Solutions, finding additional labor for your project has never been easier. They are growing a network of qualified contractors waiting to temporarily assist your team. Stop struggling with understaffed projects and visit them at altlaborsolutions.com. And discover the power of collaborative success today. Alt Labor Solutions, your answer to meeting deadlines. Right? I, to your point, I want to go back to something you said because I think that we're, we might be leaving something that's, that's sort of untouched. If people, for the professionals out there that you talked about getting work, getting work, getting work. Sometimes I'm curious, what do we say to those out there who have the mindset that, you know, I'm trying all this stuff and it's not, it's, it's not, generating the work i've got to change my mindset you know so what now what what do we do then i've found the sooner you get comfortable with not it being okay that you don't know everything solutions answers start coming what do i mean by that is maybe you're not that great at finding new business for your business it doesn't mean that you should close your business it means that you should find a solution that helps you drive a new business Maybe you can hang a shingle better than anybody in this city. You're, you're, you're Da Vinci when it comes to putting up a roof. But everything else, does that mean that you shouldn't go after your dreams, shouldn't go after your goals? Absolutely not. It just, you got to be comfortable with understanding that to master something, to be great at something, to be good at something requires focus on a consistent basis over a long period of time. To do everything is impractical. To feel that you need to do everything 
will only add stress that is toxic and will likely lead to what you are terrified of in the first place. Mm. The sooner that you understand that, and I, I keep going back to this audit of time, you, you need to include that stuff. I am great at this. Yeah. I am not so great at this. I suck at this. Now, what you'll also find by doing that is you'll see that I'm spending way too much time on this stuff that I suck at. Is there a better way? Maybe there is a better way. Now, keep in mind that the sooner, the, the, as soon as you start asking questions like, is there a better way? There is 10 people waiting to tell you to, to no, there isn't. You're, you're crazy. I, I found, and I, I, I see it in a lot of the, the people we work with that are successful, that it's their ability to filter out the shit in advice. Advice is, is essential to speeding up the learning process. But as important of speeding up the learning process is the advice you take in and act on, the advice you discard for what it is. And that's a skill that everybody needs to master in order to excel regardless of the industry, the, the part of life, marriage advice. That is, you, Instagram is full of it. Okay, but it's ju it's it's very easy to take advice and run with it, as opposed to take advice, sit with it, and try and make sure that it's hold it holds the value specific to the outcome you're trying to achieve. To your point, Jonathan, you know, if we if we get bogged down by trying to tackle everything, you know. I think successful tradespeople are the ones that realize where their faults lie mm. and hire people to fill those faults. Yeah. That's as simple as that. I haven't seen it the other way around. You can keep on being a one person shop, but you're only contributing to the failure of your business. We've heard a lot of, and, and, and I asked this question because it's, it's, it's genuinely something upsetting. How do you help people overcome the, I, I, I can't trust anybody. Or, you know, do you, you have think to first try it? You have to understand it. I think you need to acknowledge that you're not good at the business side or this specific trade or that skill set. You have to first acknowledge that these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. And then you have to start considering who can I hire to fill those voids? My point, though, man, is maybe they've tried. So they've they, they've they keep on trying it. again. But that's listen to so you people who have kids, man. Like, dude, like <laughs> if the kid falls down after they're trying to walk and do you just say, forget it, don't worry, you're going to be crawling for the rest of your life. It doesn't work that way. So as a tradesperson, you hired somebody, it didn't work out. Surprise, surprise, join the club. Yeah. Every contractor ever had started a business has hired the wrong person and it didn't work out and it cost them money and it cost them nine, time. Mm. So that was life lesson taught, yep. absorb it, move on, hire somebody else. Happen again, hire somebody else. Happen again, you will eventually find somebody. So in other words, make sure they've, they're listening to this podcast. Yeah, just keep on going. Because <laughs> they need, I think they need more of that, you know, Everybody's been knocked down. It is part of the gig. But it helps getting back up when you know that there are people that are trying to do what you're doing, that are doing what you're doing, and have experienced what you've experienced and have overcome it. Because I'm, I, I, there are those times, I'm sure everybody in this room would agree, that there are, you, you just feel like I'm not going to overcome this one. Oh, that's every day. Right? Simple. And having that lifeline of... 
No, no, you it, it, it's it, you will just keep going. Just right. keep thinking about the past and what you have gone through and what you have overcome, or what positive things you took on and achieved it, and then moved on to the next. And just think about it. everyone keeps forgetting creating memories. Yep. When we're younger, we're constantly creating memories about accomplishments or events or things that happen in our lives. But then you get to a certain point where. I guess you're distracted so much in your work that it's consuming you that you forget to create memories and you forget that you have achieved certain things. Yeah, like to that point, I think what everybody can kind of relate to, you know, for me, it was electrical. That moment that you get your license, right? Yeah. Whatever trade it is, instantly you have that overwhelming feeling like you have to know everything. You got to be this master across all disciplines. Well, why is it different when you start your own company? Why are you expected to know and be skilled at all these different areas? Like you learn along the way, you learn from others, you talk to people, like you have to grow and embrace that change. And hiring new people or working with new people is also going to educate you. Yeah. Because exactly. you're not, and this is a stigma with tradespeople. They all think that they figured out the game properly. They have the best version of it. That's bullshit. That's total bullshit. Yep. There's lots of other people that are doing far better in different parts of your business that you could be improving on. Mm -hmm. but, and, you know, for me, it's, uh, I love what's, what's resonating for me as you guys are speaking about this is two things, right? One, it starts looking internally, right? Like, where am I going wrong? How can I get better? What can I do to shift things? And then leaning into resources around you. So, uh, you know, quick little analogy for the way it landed for me is this is real, dealing with this right now, coaching 18-year-old boys. You know what we're doing? We're fighting, literally. All, all, all our athletes are doing out there is fighting. We're getting out on the ice and we're fighting. We're fighting. I'm standing up there as, as, as the head coach going, what am I doing wrong? How are, we, how are we failing so miserably in this department? Right? And I don't know. The, I don't have an 18-year-old athlete at home. Ours are 7 and 10. And they're not even into hockey. So it's beating me up. And I'm constantly going, like, how do we get better? What do you do? And you try different, keep trying different ideologies, different things. You know what ends up? You lean into the people around you. The assistant mm -hmm. coach is going, Dom. What, what are we doing wrong? How do we, how, do we, how do we connect with these human beings so that they show up, perform, act differently? And when you take that sort of mindset and ideology and you, you take that into the workforce, it's very different. First, what am I, what am I doing that's not, the message is not landing, that perhaps I'm doing something, I'm saying something, but my actions are not demonstrating that. If my head and my heart are not connected, then my actions are not going to be connected. And then connect. There's nothing wrong with connecting with the with the labor. Hey man, how can you know what can you do? What what am I doing that you can always count on me for? What's something mm -hmm. I do that you can never count on me for? Those two questions shift everything. Maybe you don't know what you don't know. Maybe you know he's gonna say, Nick, I can always count on you for this, and I can never count on you for this. Every time you say you're you're gonna show up, I know you're gonna show up ten minutes late. I don't know. It's interesting that I think I've noticed mindset changes when something drastic happens whether that's an accident mm. or a failure in your personal life that's when your mindset starts to change we used to have mm. um you're forced to change right. we used to have a slogan um uh, it's going back five or six years you don't have to wait for the worst case scenario to plan for it unfortunately most most like that yeah they prefer that option and i gotta break something make me before yeah. I, I figure out how to fix it or prevent it from breaking. And I, I think it goes back to the, the, the culture. I think that, that this industry would benefit from having, looking at it from a unification of an outcome 
understanding that everybody works in this industry because of what they do, because of the, the, the change they bring to this planet through the products and skills they possess. I think if they understand that collectively they can do better than individually, that the, the paradigm, the shift in paradigm won't be as drastic as, as we might be making it sound. Um, but it has to start from that conversation. It's, you know, you're not the first. Mm-hmm. You won't be the last. But guess what? The value you add to this is huge. So just worry about that value. Let everybody else do that. And now you start working together. You start collaborating. To go back to your point, Jonathan, you know, the greatest athletes, the greatest performers all seek out somebody else who has the map. Yeah. They don't beat themselves up in an arena trying to, to, to figure out how to make the perfect shot by themselves. They get their coach. The coach stands next to them and says, hey, this is what you did great. This sucked. This is what we're going to practice. And it doesn't stop there. Now they take that and they go over it and over it and over it with courage. Because if the sooner you understand that you're not perfect, the sooner you understand that even if you are the best, you can get better. And there's somebody out there that's trying to be better than you. And they will be because you're stuck at being the best. The more you focus on what can I do better, the more you put people around you that are going to have that conversation and it's coming from a place of we all need to get better mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to go the other way now th- progress can actually start the industry that everybody is trying to be a part of is going to be one that is is now exciting to be a part of you're not worrying about people nickel and dime you're not worried about people taking your business because you're working at it collectively because everybody's on the same page everybody's working towards progress towards a common goal being a part of something that can be great I think these are these are the, the, the fireside chats that everybody should be having. It's, you know, I'm doing this great. Could I be better? But do don't we, tradespeople do that for their business? Do they? I, I think the good ones try to do that. I think that the moment you start thinking that we're good, we're on top, everything's running well, is the beginning of the end. But nobody does it for themselves personally at all. They don't even start the mm. climb of building their business better for themselves personally. Correct. Right. But I, I, I see tradespeople try to evolve. Like there's ideas that I've come up with and I'm like, great. It's a wonderful idea. Take it, whatever, move on, come up with the next big, next idea. Come on. You're coming up with these other ideas for challenges. What level did you find yourself in where, you know, did, were you able to do that from the beginning all the way? Did you hit a particular pinnacle in your career where, now you started looking around to say, well, I've done what I think I needed to do to get here. Now I've hit a particular plateau and I need to evolve. Like when did, at what level of business did you find yourself in where you could use or started thinking with that creativity cap that it ever, that evolved? I, it was mindset? early on. It was early on where I, I quickly realized that I didn't have the patience to deal with the mm. clients that weren't going to appreciate the skill that was being presented. So I chose a different path, right? I wasn't full tilt going. I could have went down this road and, and just focused on that and building that business, but I didn't want to. I wanted to be more of a voice, right? Hmm. So I went down this other path instead. Did but it I, take you quickly, long? I, quickly, I realized that. 
that's awesome. It wasn't in the like it wasn't ten years of construction. All of a sudden, no, oh, I'm done with this. No, it's not that. It was I already knew that because I kept on getting that resistance. Mm. So you were paying I, attention to something along the well, way. Well, yeah, because they're asking you for ideas. You present ideas, then you achieve ideas. Then they ask you for other ideas, and you present ideas and you achieve ideas. But then you always had friction regarding costs. Mm. So I was like, I can't deal with these costs, right? So if you've got a a good skill set, there should be a dollar value attached to it. So the missing link would have been finding the clientele that would be respectful Ooh. to pay for that. And I didn't want to fight that battle. So you were looking for the things that needed change and you made the Well, in construction, I'm constantly looking at stuff that should be better improved. I think that whatever's achieved today, it can still be improved tomorrow. Doesn't matter how good it is today. I think it could be improved tomorrow. That's construction. We're the best at doing that. I mean, is Canada the best for that? I don't think so. Is the U.S.? No, I don't think so. I think other countries are handling that a lot better than we are, but we can be better. But then you get certain tradespeople that are just thinking, well, they have this mindset where they stay and they're level, work is good, everybody's being fed, everything's fine. But you're not. You as a person, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're, you're so focused on making sure everybody else is doing well, but you're forgetting about you. That's why I, I came up with the no. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it. How many, how many times do you get messages from guys who decades in business and they're, they, they're, they're abundantly successful optically? Yeah. And then it's like, I'm done or I'm exhausted or whatever that framework is. Right? Because... Everybody's out. If you're in construction, it's happening to you. Of course. Right? But I think that if you could start, I mean, look at your own personal and business life and just realize what isn't really working and just try to think of how you were when things were going well, when you were starting to, you're starting your business and you're climbing it and you're coming up with ideas and you came up with the first business card, the first website, the first everything, and you saw the growth, right? And you were getting hungry too because now you, you saw the challenges. Mm -hmm. But now... What's going on there? What like something's missing there? You you've gotten stagnant at that point. It's almost so, like they're comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Hmm. So I think you need to take that hour and just start realizing that there's something going on with you now. Yes. Yeah, so can can thought bubble into my brain. I want to leave a takeaway for folks out there because I love what you're talking about. It's as simple as what you're talking about. Two columns. What's working? Write down everything in your life that's working. On the other side of the page. What's not working? And I'm talking like even the shit you don't want to talk about. My relationship, you know, with my children are not here. My relationship with my dog yeah, is here. Yeah. Everything, 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 everything. <laughs> and this is like an asset management. Mm. Now we see it. There's something different when your eyes and your brain connect that. And then I want to go say, go a layer deeper and then start narrowing it down. Three things that are like start prioritizing. One, two, three. These are the top three things that are working. Top three things that are not working. Cool. Mm. So now get lower, lower, lower until you get down to like one thing that if I made one change here, it's going to make a big difference in my life. And then we create a new possibility for the, the, next, the future, right? Mm -hmm. I, know. I, I would challenge the, 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 the audience of, of, of this to, to even throw out in, in the community one thing that's worked for them, the time it saved them, and more importantly, the, the time it's given back to them and what they've done with that time. Mm. Show them, show, show your 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 colleagues that it's possible. 
show them that it's not that difficult. It hasn't impacted life in a negative. That if anything, it's it's going to impact it positively. It's, it's done something. To, it's just inevitable. Yeah, I would love to hear what kind of what kind of impact minor tweaks have made to the daily to daily life. At first, it's going to seem odd. It's going to be strange because you're not used to doing this. You don't yeah. need to be 100% connected. Digitally speaking, I mean. In, gen- in general, if you look at the, the again, you, you look at things on a, on, a, on a clock and you start div- dividing where you spend your day, it, it's impractical to spend 100% at work. In your 20s, someone comes up to you and they tell you 4 plus 4 equals 10. You would argue that fucking point, right? In your 50s, someone says 4 plus 4 equals 10. I'm going to walk away. Yeah, here's it. If that's what you believe, and that's what you sure. believe, man. Like, Wonderful. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the day. That's Goodbye. it. Bye. See you later. Yeah, you got more important things yeah. to do. Exactly. So I think that a lot of people are wasting their time, and they should be focusing on finding as much time as they possibly can, and then achieve new ideas in their in their own their personal lives, right? Absolutely. Which are going to benefit their like professional life. It's going to benefit their family and their friends. Totally will benefit them. No. Across the board. Yeah. So just try that shit. See if it works doesn't work then they can contact you guys man <laughs> yeah yeah and we'll, we'll give them the same advice and tell them to try again because um that, that that's the other thing if it doesn't work the first time go back to then try listen it to a podcast listen for an example and i'm sure how many episodes you say man you know 500 almost five well no four four in the 60s for okay 60s, so i'm right. absolutely positive there's plenty of material with examples well, out for there sure of, there is Little tweaks, the, 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 the painful hurdles that I'm sure have been experienced across the board. Use them. Leverage them. Take it. There's always them. a lesson in everything, right? Absolutely. Good or bad. But you've got to do the work, folks, right? There's no red or, or, or blue pill right now that's going to change the world. You've got to do the work. You've got to dig in. Yeah, right? it's tough. Yeah. You've got to dig in. But that's the fun of it. You know, it's it's... You can look at anything you've ever done, anything you've ever done. If you just sat there and hoped that it was going to happen, those few times they might have it might have clicked that way, but did it really last? Was it what it turned out to be, or was it those you know that when you 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 built a bike, that had no idea how to do it, but you figured it out, or your first job where you built something with your own two hands, walking in on site. Thinking, what the fuck am I going to do today? Let's hope this works out. And then at the end of the day or at the end of the week, you look and you're like, I built something. Holy fuck. That didn't happen by itself. Nope. And it took a lot of little change. i use this word again. A lot of little change daily to produce that end result that you can now look back and be proud of. And that's just, that's just the way that it is. Just imagine what you can do if you spend that time and focus on new energies at that point, And then your mindset will change. And what you can do. Everyone's looking right now. It's November. Everyone's looking for 2024. Yeah. What's 2024 going to be all about? I love that's that. That's up to you. Yeah. That's my, fa- that's, this is my favorite time talking to new people. It's the, the New Year's resolution. What's Never gonna, have in my life. Not once. <laughs> What's going to be different it's this the goals. year? What are your goals this year? I can't wait. What are your goals? I can't wait. <laughs> never. I've never done that. I've never made that list. I've never done any shit like that. It's just whatever. It's January 1st, January 2nd, whatever. Just try to. Achieve as many things as you can achieve. Because it's a daily Yeah. It's daily practice. It's not, oh, okay, it's December. Let's 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 figure out what I'm gonna do for next year. And then January comes and it goes back to the way it was because 
I think that's the that's the other thing. It's there's a, a little a bunch of little steps. It doesn't have, you don't have to worry about three months when today. If you if you don't if you don't do what you need to do today, three months from now yep. ain't really gonna matter. Yep. That's it. We gotta wrap it up, guys. Any last words? Anything? I think, that I think was we covered awesome. a lot. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. This yeah, cool. thank you very much, great. guys. I appreciate thanks. it. Nice to see you guys always. Thank we'll you. come up with more ideas and get uh, back on the mic and do more of these, man. Yeah. That's yeah. it. All okay. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Angelina. We're out of here.